0: yuki chords today on the show we have uh, the Extreme Benefactor and uh, Supreme Chancellor of Radio, Jared McKidiak, and this is Kip Koke, uh interviews his friends. Enjoy. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I got your answering machine there. Yeah, I know. That's weird. Well, oh, that was fun. I, th- I thought you were playing a joke on me. <laughs> so uh, I was like, this is a ser- this is serious business, and I would not play a joke yeah. on you. The beep was too real. <laughs> uh, so how's your leg? Uh,
1: it's okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's uh, cast is off, so that's good.
0: Um, but now it's just kind of learning to walk again. Right, so you got, like, one swole leg and one not-so-swole leg. Exactly. Oh, that's good. That the yeah. cast is off. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I was kind of tired of that, so it's, it's good. It's good. Um, yeah, it's going to be a long summer, because I'm basically having to learn to walk again.
0: Well, you could be, like... Uh, What's that movie? The Usual Suspects. Kaiser Sose. <laughs> exactly. I I am exactly like Kaiser Sose. <laughs> verbal, verbal kind. Yeah. That's awesome. That's me. Yeah. And everything else is nice. Your new house is all set up.
1: Love it. New house is fantastic. Uh, actually, the only the only pain in the ass is that. <sighs> Uh, my office uh, is in the basement, and so we were renovating the basement, and it got done just before Christmas time. So I finally started to unpack all my boxes and get everything set up, and then, uh, yeah, and then I broke
0: my leg, and so I couldn't get downstairs. <laughs> well, that yeah, that really that that is a bit of a rub there, a it twist is a rub. twist of fate. Yeah. But, you know, what else am I doing, right? Like, what does it matter? I guess no. Like, all I do is sit I, at home. It's starting starting to wear on me. Yeah. I don't even know how... You, sorry? Go, no, you go ahead. I don't even know how I'm going to learn how to, like, reintegrate into society again at this point.
1: I think that's going to be a problem for a lot of folks. Um, I think that... Uh, yeah, I was reading. I was reading an article yesterday of, on uh, how introverts have been dealing with the pandemic, and you know, these are people who generally don't like to see other people, mm-hmm. and even uh, they're struggling because it's like, well, you know, I don't like to see other people, but I do like to see some people sometimes, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be really really strange. Um, it's it's gonna change and then yesterday you know like they talk about a third wave of
0: potential uh yeah potential lockdown coming and it's just like oh my god i just read that article right before i called you yeah not fun no are you still working yeah i've been working this whole time but like not so much but it's still like it's like well i'm no i'm still i'm on the crb too it's because like my hours got cut intensely but um it's still just seeing three people only yeah you know and like back in the day or what they call it the before times i used to just like get up and go for breakfast with friends before work (laughs) and like do stuff before work and then go to work now it's just like just work Oh well. Has the restaurant reopened to the public, or is it still just. Uh, the, the patio's open. Yeah. So, that's it. But, you know, it's just the repetition is like. Uh, it's a nuisance. Oh well. Uh, uh, <laughs> New times will come again. At some point. Do you think they're, they're ever gonna open the radio station again, like soon? Um. Well, I don't. I don't know what's going
1: on uh, on campus. They haven't made a call on whether or not classes are gonna resume uh, in person in the fall. Um, I don't have this on any good authority but my feeling was always gonna was was that they were gonna wait until January 2022 but then that kind of changed when they announced the new vaccination schedule but now that if there's these
0: restrictions again in May I think that that'll change again so I don't know it's it's hard to say it's wild thinking about all those giant buildings just with nobody being, in them. Being completely empty, I yeah. know, right? When usually they're just packed full of people. Yeah, and, and I think that that's something that, that they have to take into consideration, is
1: that when school is in session, the U of M is like the third largest city per capita in the province. And so they have to open it in the same way that they would open up any sort of major thoroughfare right and i don't know there's a lot of different things to consider it's like okay so is it essential for you to come to your um you know first year uh bio class uh maybe not when Mm -hmm. there's 250 other people in the auditorium but you know for folks who are doing like lab work or you know sort of smaller classroom type stuff well maybe that opens and then it just the the cleaning aspect of it
0: and yeah it's a headache to try and think about i wouldn't want to be the guy in charge of that that's for sure I don't yeah I don't think uh, I don't think I'd want to be the guy in charge of that either I know that I wouldn't want to be the guy in charge of that <laughs> I personally don't like being in charge of much at all so <laughs> <laughs> oh boy so how does this work what do you mean this interview well we just kind of talk about what yeah. whatever we feel like talking about and uh, I record it that's the whole thing uh, that's the whole thing yeah. it's A very simple concept it's pre- i appreciate it i'm pretty lazy <laughs> i mean when I, when uh, I, I asked you to do the radio show i had no idea what i was going to do and great. so i just kind of like came up with it on the spot and then it kind of evolved it just, a little bit it Just kind of t- took a life of its own hey yeah it's good um people really like People really like it. Almost everyone at the when I'm like at the end of the show, I'm like, "Well, we killed an hour," and they're just like, "What already?" I guess mostly because everyone's alone and they haven't talked to anyone really in a long time. But yeah, it's nice. It's uh, yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to be a part of this thing. Yeah. Well, you've always been a part of it, so <laughs> well. now you're a guest. But yeah. Sure uh it's uh i forgot what i was gonna say but uh it's it's a lot of fun it's it's keeping me um marginally sane you know something to do it's all all we can ask yeah yeah so uh have you gotten to know your neighbors
1: really good actually um, I've gotten to know the people on either side and then uh, my back lane neighbors and also a couple of the folks who live across the street um, you know just by being outside and getting you know taking out the garbage or raking leaves or whatever mm. um, yeah it's it's good it's a good neighborhood and, you know, everybody seems super friendly, and I don't know. I'd like to think I'm a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy and pretty approachable and easy to get along with. And, yeah, it, it's kind of weird meeting new neighbors in the middle of all of this, but,
0: eh, you know, making it work like everything else. Well, once, you know, quarantine's lifted, you can do some King of the Hill stuff in the back alley, I guess. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you could be Boomhauer, which I don't remember their names, but neither do I. Hank, Hank is the only one I remember. Yeah, but you it, it was his show. You don't strike me as a Hank, so Uh, no. No, I'm not I'm not really very Hank like, no. <laughs> not crazy about propane. I do like to
1: barbecue, but I'm not uh, not not fanatical mm. about the propane.
0: No. What's your What's your go to uh, barbecue dish? Like you must. Everyone has that one thing they like to make. Um. Grill. You know. I like like kind of like your basics. I like I like grilling burgers, but you know, I've done chicken. I've done brisket. I've done uh like. Uh, chicken wings, like drummies, uh then ribs. Yeah, I don't know. Steaks, of course. Yeah. Nothing better yeah. than a good steak on the barbecue.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so with the weather being nice, it's uh I'm not a uh, year-round barbecue guy. So it's uh yeah, looking forward to getting it getting it going again. Now that, especially now that I can
0: kind of move around too. Yeah. I uh I missed I that was one of my favorite things about summer times. It's like barbecues going to barbecues and mm-hmm. you know, having even just hot dogs and cold ones with people. Yeah, I love yeah, hot dogs. I love hot dogs. What are your go-to condiments uh, on a hot dog? Mhm. Uh,
1: some sort of a mustard, and that's about
0: it. Oh, you really love hot dogs. You're a purist.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I like like a like a nice like a grainy like uh, spicy, maybe a Dijon or like a sweet with heat. But yeah, I can, I'm not a fan of the uh, the French's bright yellow bottle mustard. That one's a little bit too, um, too,
0: uh, I guess, Boring. Tart, tart yeah. Sweet. I, I like something like some, like some with, with some
1: some flavor to it, a little bit of, of a bite.
0: Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. I put every single condiment on a hot dog.
1: Yeah, see? my uh, My wife and kids are like that too. They like ketchup. Um, My wife likes ketchup and relish. Doesn't like mustard. So, yeah, no. I'm I'm definitely a hot dog purist. 100%.
0: It's one thing, though, that I really love about hot dogs is as soon as the weather gets better, like summertime, it's like a summertime food. Like, you just want to eat hot dogs all the time. I don't know what it is. Oh, love it. Yeah, <laughs> we've been talking about food for a while now. Yeah, any good bands you've heard lately? Um,
1: you know what? It's been it's been weird since uh, since I broke my ankle. All of my recording equipment and everything to do my radio show is all on our second floor, and so I've been basically stuck on the main floor, on the couch, and so I haven't been listening to a whole lot of music, I um, normally consume it, but haven't been listening to hardly anything at all, I've been watching uh, a lot of TV, and I've been watching some music documentaries, so not really new discoveries, but I watched a really
0: good documentary on uh, Arthur Russell lately. Who's that? Was pretty, uh he was he was like
1: he's kind of a of a musical oddball because he was kind of like pretty sparse, experimental. But then later got into disco and like electronic music and um yeah just kind of weird sounds he uh there's a actually demos floating around of him playing with the talking heads on the first talking heads record and he ended up not being a part of the band but it would have been uh, kind of interesting if he was because obviously David Byrne's kind of an eccentric musician too and the two of them complemented each other really well but yeah and I mean other than that I haven't been listening to a lot of music it's kind of depressing
0: <laughs> well it's kind of hard I just listen to music at work and like I've on- I only pick up the guitar like once a week now it's just because I don't know. It's like this... It's weird. I don't know why. But okay. Yeah. Have you been recording anything or writing new songs? I've got a whole album ready to go, but um I can't really record unless I can practice with the band. Right. So I gotta wait for that. So I don't know. It'll be exciting. Yeah. Did you... uh get into, like, doing any live streaming performances or anything like that? No, I don't think I could ever do that. I I don't even... I don't like even doing FaceTime phone calls or Zoom talks. Like, I, it just weirds me out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it'll be interesting once all of this is done to see if people continue to utilize things like Zoom. Because obviously it's been such a huge part of everybody's day-to-day lives, but it, everybody's got Zoom fatigue as well, and nobody nobody wants to
0: wants to look at people through a screen anymore. So yeah, I always turn my camera off. Yeah, yeah, I've kind of
1: gotten into the into the habit of doing that as well. Although usually. Um, I'm often the one hosting the meeting, and I feel somewhat compelled to to show my face.
0: (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, things have been weird. But I did email um, John to play at Times Change Outside (laughs) in the summer.
1: Yeah, that's going to be great. That's a super good idea. And then having the... uh, I guess, the beer can moving over by the uh, curling club there, too. It's
0: nice that there's two of those outdoor-type venues. Yeah, that'll be great also because it's right next to my house, so... Less commuting, the better. Yeah, hop, skip, and a jump. It's always nice when you can just ride your bike to a gig. Yeah, I'm getting really
1: excited to start riding my bike again, but... uh, I'm kind of wondering what sort of form that's going to take this summer, too.
0: Right, because you're broken leg. But don't you think that it's like a low impact exercise? It could be good for it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. No, totally. For, for strengthening. And, I mean, where we moved, there's, like, nice trails all over the place. And,. I mean, even just riding along Churchill Drive and sort of doing the loop there, it's really nice, um, but like last summer, I got, so my bike got ripped off and oh, that at, the beginning, at the beginning of the summer, and yeah, it sucked, but you know, I was also kind of the, of the opinion that whoever took it probably needed it more than I did to, to sort of survive or whatever. So, yeah, what are you going to do? So I, I got it. Got a new used bike, and then I got it all tuned up and spent a large portion of the summer. Like, that was my outlet, was going for two-hour bike rides and, like, biking 20 or 25 kilometers and kind of giving her heart and getting some exercise. And, and so... I don't know if I'll we'll be able to sustain that anymore. I'll probably have to start a little bit slower, but
0: yeah. Are you, so you're like by the canoe club, right? Uh, I don't think so. Or just I don't really know the area. I don't know any street names. Um. So
1: we are on the same street as uh, Vera.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So you're right by the canoe club. Is, is that the one that's, like, down over by, like, Churchill? Yeah, you just, like, go down to the river, and then there's that, like, uh, f- park there, and, like, um, a walking so bike it's, lane. So it's called, it's called the canoe... That's the canoe club? Yeah, you can, like, there's a marina, and then there's a canoe club next to it, and you can just rent canoes and uh, go for a paddle. Sure. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you just ride your bike there and go for a little. It's not expensive either, so.
1: Huh. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, like moving to a completely different neighborhood and starting to uh, get to know my surroundings a little bit. And I mean, when we moved, there was nothing. Nothing was open because we were pretty much. It went into the first sort of code red restrictions maybe a a week and a half after we moved here. Mm -hmm. And so all we could do was basically walk around the neighborhood. And so it was a really good way to get to know things. Uh, And, uh,
0: yeah, I like it over here. It's nice. It's kind of like a freeing experience moving into a new zone for some reason. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean definitely miss uh, our old neighborhood and miss some of the the different stuff, but it's good because, you know, you get to explore new new restaurants and lots of different stuff around and kind of figuring out how to uh, sort of re-situate your life and kind of get to where you need to go all the time and figuring out new routes to things. And it was weird because where we used to live before, It felt very much like it was in the in the middle Mm -hmm. of the city, right? And now I realize that where we move to now is much more central to everything. (laughs) And and so you know, it's like everything is like ten or fifteen minutes one way or the other. And it's uh, yeah, it's it's
0: kind of cool. It's also just like a really nice bike ride to the university if it ever opens again.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, I mean, uh, biking from, from the old place to the university was kind of a, a daunting idea to me, but I think that this would be a lot more manageable, so. Yeah.
0: That's well, cool. And Sergeant Sunday. Wait, not Sergeant Sunday. What's the other one? BDI. Oh,
1: BDI, yeah, it just opened just opened on the weekend I think my kids are bugging me they wanted to go last night and then they want to go tonight and we didn't go last night but uh yeah I think they'd probably go every day they could
0: well that's what allowance is for I guess <laughs> yeah but in order to get an allowance you'd have to actually be doing work too so. <laughs> yeah that I guess yeah so well that sounds awesome Sounds like Come on, man. mostly everything's just going kind of fine for you. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, outside of the fact that I've been dealing with a broken ankle since the beginning of January and can't really I can't drive. I can't I can't really do anything. I've left the house maybe five times since January. I've actually been outside.
0: Um, so yeah did you have kind of sucked did you have to get pins oh
1: yeah yeah totally i uh so i fractured i fractured it in three different spots and so uh i only not only did i break it on the front i broke it on the side and i broke it in the back and so i had to get a plate put in as well as seven screws that are holding it together
0: well good luck at the airport yeah exactly
1: <laughs> although I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, she broke her so I broke my right ankle she broke her left ankle almost a year to the day that I that I broke mine and so she said that the whole going through metal detectors and having that go off is a total misnomer and that's uh, she's never had an issue
0: with that so I don't know I think it'd be I think it would be kind of fun you know <laughs> I think that surgical grade metal is different but yeah that would be fun to constantly set things up It's like something out of uh that movie uh like nine and a half guns or something what's that with Leslie Nielsen oh, the loaded naked gun naked gun yeah I feel like there's a scene in that where like he has to go through. Um, a metal detector, and they just like he's like constantly like showing them all these like metal things in his body because he's, you know, Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, that's a good movie. I haven't watched that one in a while. I remember really liking it, and I wonder like it was like my favorite when I was a kid, but I wonder if if it aged. Well, I mean, it's
1: kind of funny to think about like. His, his sidekick in that movie is O.J. Simpson
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: which which hasn't really aged super well um, but yeah I don't know I think they kind of slapstick comedy uh, I think it probably ages well I, I'm sure it's like most things that were produced in and around that time in that some of the content is kind of questionable by today's standards but
0: yeah. you know well, the nice thing though is OJ's character just gets constantly, like, tortured throughout the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. So no, that's true. Yeah, and I—I I mean, I'm—I'm
1: I'm a big baseball fan, as you know, so I enjoy that there's uh, there's a big uh, baseball sequence in it with Reggie Jackson
0: trying to uh, trying to assassinate the Queen, which is kind of funny. <laughs> that is really good. Also, probably doesn't age well, but you know, he didn't—he didn't get her because she's obviously still around. So yeah, no, nothing, nothing bad. That's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. They are really good movies. I don't know why that popped yeah. in my head, but yeah. Oh, I know why now. Uh, I remember I said yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So other than so, like, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go
0: ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask, like, other than music documentaries, do you watch, like, any other TV? Oh, uh, I've watched all all sorts of
1: different stuff. I, um, yeah, I mean, I went through a whole sort of period in the moving, packing, everything, building up to to relocating, where I didn't watch anything because I was super busy and so the last 3 months I have caught up on all of that all, like a lot of stuff that I either missed or kind of filed away and was going to was going to watch and then it was hard to taking painkillers and stuff initially it was really hard to get into a normal sleep pattern because I had an alarm that went off every couple of hours because I had to take uh, some extra strength Tylenol or some other sort of heavier painkillers and so I wasn't sleeping really well so I was up at all hours and just kind of the TV was on so I've watched, I've watched all sorts of weird stuff um, I re-watched The Sopranos which I hadn't watched since it ended back in like 2009 but i watched the entire seven or six seasons over like two and a half weeks so it was really well i don't know if it's impressive but i think it was it was annoying for everybody in my house because you know i kind of adopted some of the uh the the mafioso slang that i was constantly hearing and Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. I just, I watched uh, a really cool show uh, called Patriot, which was about an American, um, like, he's like a CIA black ops type guy. But he, um, it actually, actually, it kind of made me uh, think of you,
0: a little bit. Why? Because, well, because so he's like a he's like a CIA black ops guy. That part did not make me. Confused. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. But he, um, so he obviously has to go
1: uh, in the in the sort of um, name of his job. He has to go all around the world and gets himself into some pretty um, uh, nasty situations where he's you know taking people out and whatnot but in order to cope with so he starts to develop like some depression and some he he starts to smoke a lot of pot because he like holds himself up in amsterdam and he becomes a folk singer and so he starts to write songs constantly where he's disclosing details of some of the things that he's done on his missions and his uh
0: his singing style kind of reminded me of yours (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool also that's a great plot who thought of that oh yeah i don't know but it was it was
1: wildly entertaining and it was like a really weird i've never seen a show like that where that's the The plot of it it was a really uh interesting plot device and the first time like he he busts out a guitar and he starts singing it's just like what the hell's going on and it totally it totally makes sense it was uh it was super good yeah and then i don't know watch we watch a lot of hockey games my son and i watch a lot of hockey games we've been watching a lot of movies we've like started doing like a family movie night every weekend and so we kind of rotate picks and everybody gets
0: to choose and i don't know i always like those to not being stuck in front of the tv so it's yeah. just not a cons- constant distraction anymore yeah they'll, they'll be, yeah it's nice to have like cho- errands and things to run for some reason didn't think i'd miss those I
1: totally miss those you know like I miss doing things like um, I think my the biggest thing that I miss is taking the dog for a walk a couple times every day and like you know some days some days you can tell she wants to go for you know quick walk and some days you know she could walk for hours and so I look forward to getting back to doing that at some point, but then I also miss doing like weird chores around the house. Like, I don't know, I miss shoveling snow for the last couple of months and I miss doing the laundry and I miss,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, cooking because it's kind of tough to cook when you've only got one leg to balance on. And, uh,
0: yeah, definitely is tough to cook. It's a stand-up job. It is a stand-up job. Yeah. Well. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to ask me? That was a while ago.
1: Uh, are you looking forward to the spring now? Now that the weather's getting nicer? Like, I know you like to get out and bike around and walk around.
0: and. Yeah, I, I really... I had this... Thing. I have this thing that I like to do in the in the spring, like, or just in the summer. I just, like, walk to DeLuca's and, like, buy ingredients to make one meal for the night and a bottle of wine. Because I'm a bachelor, so I just do it for myself. But, I, like, it was, like, a really nice, I don't know, I felt like a European. I do that every... On my days off, it was nice. I'd probably do that, go back to that. Yeah, that's
1: one of the things that I'm going to miss about uh, our old
0: place is
1: its proximity
0: to DeLuca's. Still your only 15-minute drive away. I know, but being able to just
1: walk, you know, five, ten minutes and pick up whatever you need and then walk home and you're good to go I mean there's a couple of places like that around here that um, have uh, have have things but it not quite the same as DeLuca's obviously you know bl- black market provisions is pretty good they have all sorts of interesting things and but they don't have like a wide uh, selection of like meats
0: and cheeses and things like that, so. It's just something nice about a deli, I don't know. Yeah, and a high-end deli where you can get like all sorts of weird stuff that you can't get at your normal grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. No, No, I dig that. Yeah, I'm going to have to take my bike to get all tuned up. Or, um, where do you go? Um, lately, I've been going to the one in St. James there. Oh, Olympia? Yeah. Yeah, those guys, uh, that's where I took my
1: bike after I bought it last year. It needed. I just wanted to take it in because I didn't know necessarily what sort of miles were on any of the parts or anything so I took it in there and they really took good care of me and yeah I think uh, even though that's a bit of a drive I'll definitely keep going there because
0: they were really good yeah there's there's one uh, there's one close to your house that I used to go to but on Pembina there not whatever who cares but yeah I'm going to Olympia just borrow a car shove my bike in there and or ride it there and bus back but yeah i don't have any brakes right now oh that might be a little dicey well yeah i've been repairing them myself for like four years and like i'm not very good at it so (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: that's uh that's one of those things that i think is kind of essential
0: yeah, especially when you're driving down, like, yeah, uh, Portage, it's pretty, yeah, it gets pretty, pretty nuts, yeah. So, no, no. Just, yeah, I don't know that. Um, you said
1: you were reading that uh report about the possible, uh, I guess, third wave pandemic or whatever coming in May. Have you? Did you go out this weekend and go sit on a patio somewhere? everybody seemed very excited about that and obviously I'm not going anywhere but I don't think I would have done that
0: <laughs> no I I wouldn't do it um, but like our patio was like full yeah. well, it's only three oh, it's only three tables right now because of like the whatever those uh, the rules are right so but still that's like it's still full the whole time and then yeah people are drinking so as opposed to just only making money off food for like a whole year then oh, yeah. the sales were like twice as high from people just like having cocktails
1: oh yeah for sure and i think that people want to get out and they want to yeah just get out of their houses and and they want to change their drinking locale so
0: yeah (laughs) have you have you so working in uh the
1: service industry have you had to deal with trying to enforce the restriction of it only being people from the same household at a table or have you seen have people been respectful of that
0: or um well i'm in the back of house so i'm not really sure but From what I've noticed, everybody seems to be really, really just following the rules here, so. That's good. But, like, I don't know, like, maybe it's different at Finn McHugh's or something, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't
1: think I'd want to, I don't think it's something I'd want to deal with myself, but.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll I'll just drink beer on my, uh, my deck
0: you know, yeah, I just don't really un- like, I don't want to leave the house to hang out with the people who live in my house, you know? Yeah. It seems kind of counterintuitive. Yeah. But, you know, maybe we can you know, not have quite so strict rules in the summertime and you can go to the patio and have a drink with the girl again which would be nice. Yeah. Have you found that during the last year that you've uh, become closer with all of you, all of your roommates or have you I've kind
1: of just done your
0: own thing or are you I've become more distant from everyone in, over the last year I think yeah like, well you're a pretty sociable guy I I, I was but lately I've just been kind of like I'm not I don't know how to socialize anymore it's the, <laughs> Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be strange as society slowly reintegrates itself. Um, the thing that I kind of wonder, wonder about is what uh, live music is gonna be like, and what like concerts and festivals and things like that. I don't think that any of that stuff is gonna happen in in a big way this summer, but. You know, hopefully things will start towards the tail end of the year. You'll be able to venues will open up,
0: and yeah, that I, would be nice. I used to have this yeah. sweet gig at Harvest Moon. I right. get like a free ticket, and um, and all I had to do is host the open mic for like for a little bit on Saturday, and they paid me. And uh I'd really like to have that gig back again.
1: Yeah. Well have have you have they talked about whether or not that's gonna
0: happen in the fall? I don't know, I'll I have to send a text, but I'll find out I guess. But like yeah, all those yeah. festivals I'm that's uh that's something I really miss the most is um music festivals. Just yeah. Talking to everybody, you haven't you kind of like periphery friends. That's what I miss—periphery friends. You know. Oh yeah, just acquaintances, people you just kind of run into, and it's just
1: like, oh hey, I've not seen you for you know four four or five months. What's going on? What's new? And then uh, you kind of go go about your business, and till you
0: till you see him again in another three or four months, and have. Have kind of the same conversation, but a little bit different. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I
1: uh, I just kind of uh, you know like during the summer, often we'll just kind of wander down or we'll go down to the forks and we'll just kind of wander around, walk around on the trails, and you know maybe go have a beer on the patio or get ice cream or just kind of wander around. And that didn't happen last year. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm hoping it can happen in some some form, but
0: Well I don't know. In the summertime, the forks was open still, and that was like... I went there for a sandwich here and there, in the common yeah. area. It was nice. Yeah, I was,
1: uh... I was super freaked out by things last summer, and became became uh, a recluse. <laughs> and, you know, didn't really. The only place I was
0: going uh, was uh, to the grocery store and I was picking like weird times to go and do that so that I didn't really have to deal with a large number of people and then going to the university you know, like I would go once a week but there was nobody there so right yeah but you did drop off that Fanta that is true that was really nice drank that in three weeks yeah have you uh have you still been maintaining your your Fanta intake yes I I have had already two glasses of Fanta today oh my god
1: I can't remember the last time I had one. I wouldn't let I, you know, I thought about uh, taking taking one from that case that I dropped off for you, but that seemed wrong. It <laughs> seemed like I was uh, putting sort of a dent in that that perfect that perfect case of twenty-four. So
0: it looked really beautiful. I I believe I did a small photo shoot with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta do things like that.
0: Well, yeah. Last summer, I actually went golfing quite a bit. And is that something? That, okay.
1: So I saw I saw pictures of of your golf escapades. And do you, do you golf regularly?
0: No. It was just the only activity you could kind of do outdoors. <laughs> I hadn't golfed in like fifteen years. And uh I suck, but I went like six times last summer. And it turns out it's actually kinda of fun. Where did you go? Um there's a place called Shooters, I think, on Main Street.
1: Yeah. Went oh, yeah. there. I know Shooters, yeah.
0: I went to the one by La Barrier Park. And there was another okay. one I went to. But uh I'm not really good at remembering names.
1: Yeah, I, so I used to golf a lot. My uh, My first real job, I worked at a golf course. And so for four years, like that was my summer job. And so I got to golf for free and I played a lot of golf. And then didn't play much at all for probably 10 or 15 years because it was money that I didn't really have or just wasn't a thing and then picked it up again probably seven or eight years
0: ago and I like to go to uh, Crescent Drive. Oh that's my favorite one.
1: Yeah. Yeah it's good it's- because it's pretty easy and it's like a it's a pretty simple walking track and
0: It's just nine holes? Just nine holes,
1: they're all part three and you just, I mean, when they built that the, uh, spa there, they changed the clubhouse, so you basically just kind of have to check in, and then uh, nobody really checks on you anymore, so you can bring a little cooler with you, and enjoy a couple of beverages on the course, and yeah, no, it's good.
0: No, it's a good... It's a great sport, in a in the way that it's 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 relaxing, and the walking is good for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that I'll be able to play some golf this year. We'll see. You'll we'll pro- see how it goes. But yeah, it's like I mean, golf. It's like curling and bowling in that there are three sports that you can do pretty much your entire life.
0: Yeah and drink beer while you do it.
1: Exactly. These are these are major concerns. These are things that I need to think about.
0: Yeah. They're really it's really great. Do you know what they're doing with the the old golf course next to the university? No.
1: I mean, they've been talking about so for like they've been studying it for like 10 years ever since ever since the southwood moved to its new space and the university bought the old land and i think that they're finally ready to start developing it and i can imagine that they're probably going to build housing condos something like that i know i it would be kind of neat if they would build sort of like multi-use space where I don't know I heard somebody float the idea where they were going to build like a a place where you know like they put in like a movie theater and you know some shopping uh, places for students to go shop maybe go buy groceries or other different amenities and I always thought that that would be a really good idea, but I don't know if that's ultimately what will end up happening.
0: They should build a dinky town. In you know, oh, like in Minneapolis. Like, like Minneapolis. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. See, that would be amazing.
0: That would be cool. Winnipeg needs one of those things.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I'm
0: not holding my breath on that. No. I don't think it'll happen. <laughs> They're not forward-thinking here. Well, I don't know, like,
1: I love this city, but it's kind of the idea where, or it's kind of the place where good ideas go to die, because they get conceived and it's like, oh, hey, that's a great idea. And then it's like, well, you know, we got to think about it. And we got to, we got to, we got to study it for the next 18 months. And by the time it becomes conclusive that oh yeah, this would be a good idea. The funding has fallen apart, or the
0: people who are going to do it back out, or they've gone and done it somewhere else. And yeah,
1: yeah, it's frustrating.
0: It's very true, though. That's that's all. That's that's Winnipeg in a nutshell.
1: It is. It is. But I'm thinking that, or I'm hoping that it'll start to maybe change as. Um, you know, younger, more sort of forward-thinking, creative-thinking types get to uh, an age where they are in better uh, positions of power to make things happen. And at least that's what I hope.
0: That'll that'll probably happen. I mean, even the like the young MPs that get elected, um, they seem to be changing things.
1: I mean, I really hope so. I I don't know. I have I have reservations about where certain things are heading with our current provincial government, but you
0: know, yeah, it's... there 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 are good folks who are working uh, against it,
1: and uh, you know, it would be nice if there were more of them who who had a say. But uh, you know.
0: I know if Ballister keeps going, there won't really even be a province anymore. It'll just be like um, it'll everything will like be sponsored by something. Sponsored or, or completely privatized, and
1: you know provincially run. And uh, yeah, like you look at all of the different things that have changed since he came into office, whatever five or six years ago and he's still got another two years and he's got a whole slew of changes that he wants to make and you wonder, like, the next... If if a different party were to get into a power in a couple of years, how much time it would take to undo everything that's been done?
0: Well, I mean, how are you going to take... How are you going to take the... Like Manitoba Hydro or the provincial parks away from a privatized company, if they have a contract. Well,
1: no, and there are there are there are certain things to do or like like that where you're never going to be able to change it, or it's gonna it's gonna be impossible, right? Um, they just announced yesterday about changes to the education system and how they're going to get rid of all school boards and it's all going to be amalgamated under one sort of governing body that is run by the province. And it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. No. (laughs) Because there's there's no educators at the table. There's nobody who is going to be speaking from a point of knowledge and, you know, it's like, why aren't there teachers and principals and, you know, parents? And that's that's why the system has worked for as long as it has. And, yeah, uh, it's kind of depressing. It's depressing when you've got kids who are going to be in school for another six or seven years. And,
0: right. And Pallister Pal- doesn't seem to care about kids. <laughs> no, he doesn't seem to care about kids. He doesn't seem to care about... Old people sick <laughs> poor people. Yeah. Anyone really
1: anyone really that's not in his inner circle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. ridiculous. So. Oh, well. it, it is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean I'm
1: I'm not a super political person, but the last sort of four or five years it's been hard not to be uh, much more uh,
0: poli- politically enraged because of everything that's been happening. So, yeah, I know. Even I'm not a political person, and I'm starting to form opinions. So, oh, I've got opinions. Oh yeah, but I've always, I've always got opinions. But
1: yeah, yeah. I guess that's what happens when you get older.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely does happen when you get older. Yeah. Uh, getting older is weird anyway we killed an hour yeah is that it? yeah we did it
1: well that was uh, that was my pleasure talking, yeah. talking with you buddy
0: yeah was that was to catch up that was really nice it was great chat yeah,
1: yeah anytime and I think you know I should also say I think that this is episode number 52 yeah which means like this is one entire full
0: year of kip talking to his friends that's and wild I, yeah it's pretty wild
1: and i just wanted to thank you for doing this each week because i know that when you first
0: proposed it to me i thought you were kind of uh, kind of crazy and
1: I didn't I didn't quite know how it was going to work but it totally does work and it's lots of fun every week listening to some of the people I know a lot of the people I've never met before in my life but listening to the impact that these conversations are are having on on their lives right it's just like it's been such a weird year and sometimes you can just uh, you don't want anything more than to catch up with an old friend right so. yeah
0: it's it's been fun it's yeah you're, d- you're doing good work well you're helping me so that's great well i I'm, I'm pleased to play j- just a small part <laughs> all right well thank you so much jared and uh yep. I, ho- I hope your leg gets strong again real soon yeah thank you I will be uh, up and around in no time and uh, hopefully uh, I'll bump into you sometime uh, sometime in the very near future that would be great okay thanks Thanks so much take care bye bye and that was the Supreme Chancellor of uh, Radio Jared McKidiak and that was Kip Kokey Kip Kokey interviews his friends thanks for listening Yuki
1: Cards.